What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Anthony and Mike, and we are discussing Dragon Con 2023. We did not get a chance to do a pre-show like we usually do because uh, life, so we're going to do a post-show. Dragon Con ended last weekend. Are you guys recovered yet? That is the, look, that's the most important question. Have you recovered? Finally. I mean, well, I finally recovered. Then I had work stuff go on that, like, tired me out at the end. But it's like, yeah, I mean, for this being my first time doing panels and going through everything, I had a blast. It was awesome. Okay. Um, have I recovered? I'm going to say yeah. So that last day, I think you guys noticed that Michelle and I did the IV push. Yes. <laughs> but, and guess what? I was a okay. Like <laughs> I was the panel I was on before that. I was kind of like halfway asleep <laughs> doing the panel. It was fun though. Mm-hmm. But after getting the IV, I was like awake. Wait, was and that Sunday or Monday that you guys did that? That was Monday. Monday, okay. the last day. So okay. then, like Tuesday, I was at work. I was fine. I knew I was tired, but I didn't really feel tired. Mm-hmm. Wednesday I was fine. So I just went right through the rest of the week. Okay. I was good. Okay. Unfortunately, Michelle caught COVID. So that <laughs> You know, that's the thing. A lot of people caught COVID this year. Well, I yeah. I say a lot, but a lot as in I personally know people who got COVID this year. And then, you know, um, of course everybody on the Dragon Con page has been telling people, Hey, if you were around me, you know, get tested, blah, blah, blah. It just seems like it was more this year than last year. But, you know, we had a new variant that kind of came out, like, maybe in the the w- last few weeks to, like, two months before Dragon Con. So that could have had something to do with it. But, um, yeah, Michelle got COVID. But is she feeling better now? Yeah, she's doing better now. Okay, good. I think she's, she's over it now. Okay, good, yeah. good. Um, So... I expected, this is the first year, I've been going to Dragon Con for 15 years, this is the first year I have ever done a Monday. I usually don't, because that's usually my day to kind of rest, and, um, you know, just kind of catch up before I have to go to work on Tuesday, but uh, Kellen, who is the track director for the American Sci-Fi Fantasy Media track, which is where I spent most of my time this year, um, When she sent out the panel information, she was like, hey, I'm still looking for people to sit on these panels. Do you want to do the Rocket Raccoon panel on Monday? And I was like, so I usually don't come on Monday, but because I want to talk about Rocket Raccoon and Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Mm -hmm. I will absolutely come on Monday. That was the only panel I did on Monday. I attended Anthony's Blue Beetle panel. But I think... Even being at Dragon Con on a Monday, you know, there was not a lot of people there. Um, mm-hmm. It was very low key. And I think mm-hmm. that probably helped me not feel as tired because I thought I was going to go to work on Tuesday and just be dragging. And, oh, my God, I shouldn't have done this. And I went to work on Tuesday and I felt fine. So I was like, okay, is this going to be It's weird because I don't know. Because Monday the Marriott looked like a looked like a really nice bus station. Like everybody had their 
everybody had their suitcases and they were just like sitting there like waiting. And it's like right. oh, damn. Have y'all ever it, been have y'all ever been to the Marriott when it wasn't Dragon Con? Mm-hmm. Probably a long time ago, it, but we were there recently. It it is not the same. Like it is <laughs> there's furniture everywhere, lounge chairs, nice tables. It does not look the same. Okay, you hold can on. Slowly, what what? No, I was gonna say they had those out this year. Like they had a little bit out. Oh, okay. They had a little bit out. They had so more than not, they've had it's out. Not like it usually. Okay, okay. They have more, like that whole area where the droids are. Yeah, that's a lounging area. Huh. If you really? kind of wow. look, yeah, if you kind of look where they have the things that they pull down, where it's, it's like a cafe counter. You yes. can see the furniture back there. Yes, but it I is totally, it's totally different when it's not dragged. They take all that stuff and they put it up. Oh, okay. But they have tables. They have way more of those high tables in the atrium area. Okay. They have way more of those and chairs and lounge chairs and end tables and I'm coffee gonna tables. I'm going to have to go one day just to see what it looks like. Because, yeah, now that I think about it, I don't think I've been in that Marriott since before Dragon Con because when I mm-hmm. was a kid, I if I'm not mistaken, I think that's one of the hotels my dad used to work in. My dad uh, was a chef when I was a mm-hmm. kid. And I think the Marriott Marquis is one of the hotels that he used to work in. So I remember, you know, seeing it then, but. I'm yeah, sitting here and, really racking my brain. Like, have I been to that hotel since I started when, going to Dragon Con when it's not Dragon Con? Right. And so I could see they had started to pull some of that stuff out. Like, you know, to, after, you know, after our panel. Right. After that 230 yeah. panel, you could see them yeah. start bringing some of that stuff out. Because mm-hmm. they started putting up all the barricades and all that stuff was gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's eerie because every time I see people's pictures and even, you know, like I said, that was my first time being there on a Monday, just walking around. Like, I was like, oh, okay, Monday I should be able to get some pictures of some cosplay. Mm-mm. Nobody. Mm-mm. They were gone. <laughs> I was They're like, gone. oh, okay. But it, it kind of lends itself to like a calmer experience for the last day as opposed to all the hustle and bustle. Because when mm-hmm. I say we were moving this, we were moving that weekend because yeah. I did 11 panels. Mike, you did seven. Seven. First year, Mike does seven panels. And then Anthony, you did what? Five? Six. 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 We were we were on the go. I don't even think we really had a chance to attend each other's panels because most of our panels were scheduled at the same time. The same so you would have one of us here in the Marriott down on the floor, uh, bottom floor, and then Mike would be in a panel in the room next to me, and then Anthony would be across <laughs> the way. It was just one of those things. I was like, so we're going to have to figure this out. We're going to have to probably get somebody to come and and record all of these panels because right we, we got quite a few from mike thanks to his wife yeah shout, shout, shout to michelle for for being a trooper and recording everything that she went to with me she like, did. love you baby she did mm-hmm. i think she did. i recorded i recorded most of mine but my tripod started giving me problems so i was like okay 
I guess I'm just going to have to break down and get like some actual like equipment equipment. Which, um, yeah, like spending that money. But, you know, you guys can donate to the podcast and we can use those funds to purchase equipment so oh, that we can do that kind this of This is the audience. She's not talking to me and Mike. She's no, talking I'm to talking to the audience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you guys can donate to the Fandom Hybrid <laughs> podcast on our website. You know, and that helps us cover some costs so that we can continue doing it, stuff it, like Every that. couple of dollars helps. It does. It really does. But um, okay. So let's let's start talking about the panels. First of all, first panel uh for me and Mike together was on Thursday <laughs> night. We did the Supernatural Showdown panel, which covered the last five seasons of the series. So basically, Supernatural uh, Showdown is each panelist gets a season. They have to convince the audience why that season was the best. Doesn't necessarily have to be their favorite, but they have to. We we have to be the ones to convince y'all. Oh, okay, you know what? That might have been the best season. And I think right. Michael, you had season eleven, so you were like right off the bat, right? First thing, yep. This yeah, was a trial think, by fire. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that was one of the seasons nobody really wanted to do, which when I started listening to you talk about it, I was like, I think anybody wants that one. But I know, because I, I mean, you know how much time I spent on that shit? Like, I, I, wish, yes, I was. Yes, I do. So, yeah. Because your argument, you did a great <laughs> job. You did. He did. A great I was just. Job. I voted for Mike because I thought Mike I, did. I mean, I was job. just like. Because I was I was so nervous because I knew because I saw that it was going to be like the first panel I ever did like the first first panel mm-hmm. and I was like okay I'm not going to fuck this up so it's like that's why that's why I started it the way I did because I was like okay I'm going to make this shit memorable but like mm-hmm. it's just been... so but I, it was so much fun like after I did the research I was like okay because I was I had like five angles I was going to take it's like because at first I was just going to be like like God centric like just talk about it's God. God's here. God, God, God. Then mm-hmm. I was like, well, I can't really do that. I got to talk about Amara. I got to talk about everything else going on with it. But it's like, once I really, really researched, once I got back and started watching them again, A, I fell in love with Supernatural again because mm-hmm. that season was fucking fire. And B, I realized that once I started feeling as prepared as I did, it's like, I, I felt so prepared. I was like, okay, I'm going to knock this out. Then I still kind of flubbed a couple things, but I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm just gonna, I, I got to do it. So Yeah. It was, I mean, it was good too. I like, I liked your argument. But the thing, the thing with mine was because I haven't seen the, the later seasons as often as I have like the earlier seasons. Cause like seasons one yeah. through three, I, I can say I've probably seen those like maybe seven or eight times all the way through. Yeah, I had the first five um, seasons on DVD. I watched those at yeah. but not like all the time. Yeah, so I I watched I actually watched seasons 12 and 13 in preparation for 14 because I knew a lot of the backstory for my season which was 14 took place in 12 and 13. So I was like, okay let me go watch this and then I started remembering stuff and I was like, how am I going to talk about all of this coherently for five minutes? <laughs> and I just couldn't do it because there was so, like, I was trying to condense it to, I was like, okay, one of the thing, one of the talking points she wanted to do was talk about character development, you know, of the characters, Sam and Dean, but also other characters. 
I was like, there is no way because there's so much going on in that season between Sam and Dean and Jack and Cass and what happens with Mary. There was just so much stuff. And I was just like, I can't do it. Let me just Was your season the the season that that Jack was first introduced? No. My season was the season uh, where Jack dies and comes Jack back got without right, right, right. a soul. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The 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 episode where John Winchester comes back, the three hundredth episode. Right. And yeah. uh, you know, Jack kills Mary accidentally. God finally comes back, and we find out that he's just as much of an asshole as he has always been. So there was a lot of that, and I was like, I, I just, I was like, I'm just gonna talk. I'm just gonna talk, and it was so funny because I was the only one who went over time or who, who literally talked time. <laughs> you, you thought because like, she told you time. Was like I still have stuff to say, and then I hear one person over on the side was like, "Damn, she's passionate." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, but passionate is not going to work for me this time, but it's okay. <laughs> but because um, the person who actually, quote unquote, won this one, um, she was the one who did episode, uh, season season 12. 15. Was it 12? This year? No, she yes, was season was. 12. But it she was, was right after me. It was. It's funny. You did the air quotes, everybody. She said air quotes one. Well, I'm just, because it wasn't, I guess, it, yes, it, it is a competition at the same time, but it, it was kind of like one, not necessarily like, oh, I, I don't know. It was like, she was the one who convinced the most people. I, I'll say it like that. So, yeah, I guess in terms of voting, yes, she won, but it just sounded. I mean, she did, she did, she did talk about killing Nazis. So, I mean, there's that. Well, I mean, she had the season where Killing that Hitler. happened, so you can't really like. <laughs> and I remember oh. rewatching that episode, and I was like, "This episode is gold. It's gold." <laughs> but you know, so yeah, Mike did a good job because I think if I was listening to the way they were counting, I think Michael came in second place. Yeah, was in second. He was in second. So yeah, that that was. I, I still don't see how he didn't win because he made the best argument. You know. I mean, I I, yeah. I feel like I did. I mean, it's like it, they that season set up God to be the yeah. final big mm-hmm. bad in the series. Like, I had, I basically had you showed first. you how much of a du- it showed yeah, you how much of a douchebag he is, and it's like it showed it, it set up how how he's really not the caring God that that everybody like thinks about he's just mm-hmm. some guy trying to get his book published and it's like you know that's all he cared about, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. all he cared about. but i had I had you first hanukkah second and then i had season 12 third oh okay but yeah so. it was um but you know sometimes you can have a really great argument and then it it's not necessarily about what the person says but when they bring up certain episodes like i know mm-hmm. that helped me with the last two years, because I was the one who was the quote unquote winner for the last two years. And it was always because I mentioned something. They were like, oh my God, I forgot about that. That was amazing. And I feel like that kind of also pushed it because you're yeah, like, that, oh, that yeah, that Nazi episode probably yeah. did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like the other seasons had really good episodes, but like I think I told Mike this either before or <laughs> after. I enjoyed the Scooby Natural episode, but that episode also really showed you how 
problematic Dean still is. <laughs> so it's like I'm watching yeah. it and I'm enjoying it, but at the same time I'm like, oh. See, it's like it's like you know Dean basically became Johnny. It was basically became the Johnny Bravo Scooby Doo episode. Oh my <laughs> god! Yes. <laughs> yes. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> because I was is just it- like, I was like. In my mind, I was like, I'm so glad I didn't get season 13 because that would have been all I would have been talking about. It would have been all been three minutes in, and I'm still talking about se- season 13, episode 16. I'm like, oh, there was there was other stuff, but Scooby Doo. That's all I've been saying. Yeah, and I think for my season, like, there's a lot of people in the fandom who have a very strong love hate relationship with John Winchester. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, you know. I've watched the the series and just kind of looking at the way Dean and Sam have grown and, and the things that they've not necessarily accepted, but as they get older, they look at things the way John did them. They're like, okay, you know what? Yeah, he probably could have done this better, but he did the best he could with what he had. And, you know, it's like right. that kind of maturity that, okay, yeah, maybe this wasn't the best way, but it was kind of the only way at the time because he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. You know, you walk into your your child's nursery and your wife is on the wall in in, in flames, and you kind of have to go from there. Right. That's a lot. So a you lot. know, I I always look at that from from that point of view as far as like you know the boys understanding that John and who he was was not. You know, he wasn't a bad parent. He just didn't know how to do better and then like like mary you know mary coming back and talking to them and like no john was a great father to you guys it's kind of it kind of tips the scales but there are still some people who are like john was abusive he was horrible blah 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 and they don't like him so some people didn't have the same reaction when he showed up i remember when i watched that episode for the first time i knew it was coming because they had been hyping up this 300th episode and we knew John Winchester was coming back. We just didn't know how. And I remember I cried throughout that whole episode just because I was so happy. And I was like, oh, my God, this is what the guys needed and blah, blah, blah. And I felt that way when I rewatched this episode to try to get my argument together. For- <laughs> I was like, I've seen this episode like seven or eight times. Why am I still crying? Because that's what I do. But, yeah, it was it was fun to talk about that. And I just. I hate that the series is over, but I kind of feel like one of those things that I, I want to 25 to seasons is enough. It's not 25, it's 15. And oh, <laughs> by the way, it's so funny. We're talking about this because today is Happy Supernatural Day. So this is the anniversary <laughs> of when the show premiered. So, oh, cool. Yeah. So happy. I'm with you. First five seasons. Classic. Period. Yeah. But those End middle. Five seasons. They had some. They had some push and pull. The Leviathan killed it. The Leviathan. Yeah, it really did. I literally stopped watching after that. As soon as as in the middle of that season, I was like, I can't do this. This is dumb. The funny thing is, the first five seasons, the first (laughs) five seasons of Supernatural, you can package them up and say that if you wouldn't watch five seasons of one show. The first five seasons of Supernatural is where it's at. Yeah. The first season yeah. of Heroes, the first five seasons of Supernatural, and like the tenth season of Smallville. Those are uh, great, great, great. I think I think Supernatural like started going down once Bobby died. It's like once you got rid of Bobby, it's kind of like 
they had some story issues back then because I remember I was covering Supernatural with Cat on Sci-Fi Party Line podcast, mm-hmm. and we both had gotten to the point where we were like, okay, you know what? I think I'm done. I'm still gonna watch it just because it's supernatural, but I I think they've run out of story. I think they've run out of steam. And then it's like, I don't want to say the next season, but it was like a couple of seasons after it felt like it, you know, someone breathed new life in it. And like the last five seasons, I love because they were showing, you know, one they were focusing on other characters because that was that was another issue with supernatural, like the fan base back then was so ridiculously toxic. Like they didn't want anyone, you know, romantically paired with the guys. They didn't want other, you know, newer characters coming in and being, you know, focused on. There were some characters that people were like, okay, but once their story arc started getting more, they're like, okay, you know what? We're not watching this show for them. We're watching for Sam and Dean. <laughs> so right. it had its moments, but it was, it, it Overall, it was a good series, and I had fun talking about it on this panel. That's all, like, for the last three years, well, this year and the last two years, that's all, that's been how I started my Dragon Con off, and it was so fun. So I'm like, okay, what's going to top that? I don't know, but I, I'm sure Carol will come up with something amazing, and I will probably be there on a panel on a Thursday night. So, What, what track um, is that in? That Four? is our Urban Fantasy. Urban Fantasy. Mm-hmm. That's right, Urban Fantasy. Urban fantasy. So um, I've done a couple of panels with them. Supernatural. Um, I did a Vampire Diaries panel one year. I did a Legacies panel. I think last year. Um, I'm, I'm just getting. I'm just getting to the age now where the Western is just so far away. And it just, is. Oh it's, my it's god. It's hard. It's hard when it's hard to 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 get. It's like there's no tunnel. It's like. You got to, there's no direct tunnel to it. It's like, I got to go through here to there. I used to to go to Urban Fantasy all the time and um, military, military, the military sci fi, Mm -hmm. all that stuff is over there. And I love that stuff, but oh, that's why you have to get on the Uber Bird. That's why you got to get on the scooter. I ain't trying to get hit. Well, I was talking to Nick, and and I was I, Nick and I were talking. I'm like, I'm almost going to make the Marriott home base, and everything is going to be there. Star Wars is there, American sci-fi fantasy media, American sci-fi. The classic is there too. I, I think I'm just going to stay there from now. <laughs> most of my yeah. most of my panels were were there anyway. Yeah, because yeah. of American Sci-Fi Fantasy, I think that's where most of all of our panels yeah. were on. I had one in Urban, and I had one Brit. I had one in Brit, and then the rest of them, yeah, I think the rest of them were American yeah. Sci-Fi. I think yeah, I, I think all my were except for Star Trek. I mean Star Wars, which I was going to be on like three or four, but I had conflicts, so uh, I can only do one. Okay, okay. I did one panel for the Brit track that was Outlander. They took over from uh alternate history um that panel i did that one i had the urban fantasy supernatural i did um tracks on the horror and apocalypse rising tracks for the first time this this year i did a panel uh discussing ann rice's the tv series for interview with the vampire mayfair which is that was fun 
because there were a couple of us on the panel that did not care for Mayfair witches, and we uh, we basically voiced that, and we were told we were wrong. <laughs> but, well, but you, your friend, the person who I live with, who I'm related to by marriage, mm-hmm. she came out of their panel saying, we need to give it another shot. What, Mayfair witches? Yes. I'm like, no. So She's like, were, yes. They were kind of convincing, but I was just like, so the storyline, like when season two comes out, I just want to know what's going to happen with this storyline. But the acting and the people that they cast, they could recast this show and start it over from the beginning and I would not be mad. I will watch the exact same dialogue, the exact same scene, everything except for Car- Carlotta. I think they had her perfect. And I actually liked Cyprian. But everybody else can go. They can go. And they can, whoever they cast for Deidre, they can put her in some decent blue um contacts. That would be good because the contacts threw me off from the beginning. I was like, did nobody look at this <laughs> in, 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 in post-production and say, oh, that's not going to work? Like, anyway. You uh, preach into the choir. You preach into I, the choir. I know. I know. And it's so but funny because I, I when was I was told watching. We're going to give it another shot. Y'all, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and then the other one for Apocalypse Rising, I finally, 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 finally got to do a Walking Dead panel, which was fun. Because y'all awesome. to talk about Walking Dead. So that was fun. That was fun. I'm surprised it's taking that long for you to get on a Walking Dead panel. Well, the, I am too. The first thing is because of my schedule and especially the way it's been the last couple of years, like I haven't even had a chance to go to an Apocalypse Rising uh, panel. I think I've done like maybe a couple of the celebrity panels, but other than that, I haven't really done anything on that track. And I think I used to go there all the time. That That's in the West End too. Yes, right? it is now. Yes. I used to go to the West End a lot. Now I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> but I had been to the Apocalypse Rising, the alter because wasn't alternative alternative um history was there. But no, I think alternate, it's Luke Sheridan. Alternate history was in the Sheraton. Yeah, in the Sheraton. Yeah. A lot over the you know, this was my twenty third year. So a lot of things have, been, have moved around and they're not in the same places anymore. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. I'm, yeah. yeah, because I'm sitting here remembering, like, like I said, I came in 2007, and I don't even, I don't think the West End was a part of the conglomerate at that point. It but wasn't it's almost like I don't remember what things were like before the West End got added. <laughs> like, I don't remember. I remember when it got added, and I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not going all the way over I there. Think we, I, think <laughs> I remember us had, all having that conversation, like, who the hell gonna walk up the walk not not just go two blocks or three blocks up, go up a hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go up a hill to get to the west. Nah. I don't know, but I you know, it was so funny for me because this is the first year that I did not I did not set foot inside the Hyatt. Not for a panel, not to do I didn't touch the Hyatt at all. And I was like, mm. 
that's strange. And then I didn't go to any celebrity panels either because, you know, for me, like, with the strike going on, they can't really talk about their shows or their films. And I'm one of those people, I don't really get into, like, personal stuff as far as celebrities. Like, if, if it's something that they voluntarily share, then I'll pick up on that. But, like, asking them questions about a personal nature or just, it just seems weird to me. And I was like, I didn't realize how that was going to go before I found out that what they were doing was they were having people... um submit questions in the discord and then they were screening the questions mm-hmm. like, oh okay that probably would have been fun so probably try it next year but i was i was running around so much that i was like i just it, it's fine it's fine it's fine but yeah you yeah. answer that point where i got where i, I don't go to the celebrity panels then like i stopped years ago I really don't so yeah. i do for like for certain people like Last year, we had a lot, a lot of Walking Dead people. And, you know, I mean, for for Dragon Con, because, you know, the Walking Dead people hadn't been there in years. The last three that I've been to, um, Billy D. Williams, Michelle Nichols, and Stan Lee. Wow. Those were the only, those were the last three that I've been to since Billy D. Williams. I can't remember what year that was, but I haven't been to a a celebrity mm. panel. Okay, I mean, but if 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 you if if those are the three that ended you going to celebrities, you're like, okay, you know what? You can't talk this. I get it. We get it. <laughs> I know. I I think I tried to go to one of the Stanley panels one of the last times he was here. And that line was so ridiculous. I was like, no. Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was was one of those lines that actually went outside Mm -hmm. the building and wrapped around the building like twice. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'll be passed out by then. I just, I can't do it. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I was like, okay, I'll just wait until everybody gets a seat. I'll just get in in the back and it'll be fine. And I think it was, it was completely full. So I didn't get a chance to Mm -hmm. go. So I was like, yeah, that's, uh-huh. that's not happening. That's another reason why I didn't even try to go to George Takei this year, even though that was like one of the ones I really wanted to do. But I also had scheduling conflicts. So I was like, eh, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think our focus with conventions kind of changes as, with age as well. Because when I first started, yes, I was all about the celebrity stuff. Let me go to this mm-hmm. panel. Let me go to this panel. And now it's just kind of like I because I like to talk and I'm given the opportunity to talk and interact with people about this stuff. That's kind of what I like doing now. Yeah, you remember when when you first started going and you're like, I'm gonna go to this flip. I'm looking at you like, yeah, we'll see how long this lasts. <laughs> I like the print. It's, I mean, like I said, I went to a. I you're went not to going to such and such, and I just like, no, I'm not. There's like all these other little. Fan panels that I wanted to go to because mm-hmm. I like to go to the yeah. fan panels. Now yeah. I like to get up there and talk. Well, so, here's yeah, a, here's a, the here's the other problem I have sometimes with celebrity panels because you're in a room with all these people who are fans, and yet they're getting up and they're asking the same questions that these people have answered in print interviews, podcasts, other interviews, behind the scenes. And it just gets to a point where it's like, go to YouTube, go to YouTube. And that's why when I get up, when I do get up to ask questions, I try to ask a question that I feel like 
hasn't been asked before that I haven't heard asked before because I do a lot of YouTube dives. I mean, we all talk about it. We we go on in you know YouTube and watch stuff. I watch like the press junkets and all this stuff now. So it's like he's answered that question three times in the last month while doing promos for the release of this movie. Why are you still asking this question? I try not to be like that because I realize there are some people who don't get into it that much. But it's just kind of like. Oh, yeah so because like when i know we're we're going down memory lane or whatever but for me the big thing after the when i was done with the fan the big mega panels in mm-hmm. the beginning it was also the walk of fame was mm-hmm. a big deal for me yes and that was back when it was in the marriott in the bottom where the vendor hall used to be in the bottom of marriott and that's where i saw you know fred and george lavar burton no actually it was on the um I'm trying to think. It was it was upstairs first. And then it moved all the way no. to the bottom. Because no, 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 when no. I started going, it was upstairs. No, it, it started out it was, it was in the Hyatt, I think. It wasn't the Hyatt, but at one point. But in the yeah. beginning, mm-hmm. it's been in the Hilton. But when I first started going in 2000, it was in the bottom. Because Vendor Hall was there, and then oh, yeah, there was Hilton. a walk. The Hilton, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, later it was, then it was in the Hilton, mm-hmm. and then it was in the Hyatt, and then it was back to the Marriott, now it's on the marquee level. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was on the... All, it's been all over the place. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's always been, because back when, in the beginning, you could walk around and take pictures. Yes, I And did. one year they stopped, because if you go back to my Facebook all the way back in 2007 and 6, I have pictures that I was taking of celebrities. Yeah. I used to walk around and just take their pictures. Mm-hmm. And they Me too. That. That's how I got, yeah. Um, yeah. I got several people from Stargate SG-1 because 2007 was my first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went because of Fred and George and uh, and Neville from Harry Potter. And then when I started looking at the guest list, I was like, wait, Stargate people are coming? Wait, Jason Momoa is coming? This is in 2007 before everybody else loved him. I was like, I if I don't meet anybody else, I'm meeting Jason Momoa. But yeah, that was the time when you could go around, you could take pictures. Um, people would sit there and talk to you. Like Richard Hatch and Aaron Douglas, um, they were two of the first people that I met in the hall, uh, in the Walk of Fame. And they were just the nicest guys. And it was just kind of like they were sitting there talking. And I was like, am I supposed to be paying for this? They were like, whatever. And Yeah, like I, I had when around that time, Rachel Luttrell was there. Yep. And yeah, and she, I talked to her for a good 15, 20 mm-hmm. minutes. <laughs> you know, but it wasn't like as that. many people then, too. It wasn't as many people. It wasn't as many people then. It has grown mm-hmm. a lot, and I think this year they said um, it was like 70,000 people, which is mm-hmm. not the most, because I think the most that I recall it being, I think it was 87 the year before COVID, 2019, and mm-hmm. then after COVID, they cut it in half, so I think the first year after COVID when they had people, it was like 45,000, then they raised it to 60, and now it's 70. I'm like, okay, this is... I heard it was 65, it was 65 this year. 60? So, oh, really? Okay. It was, it was I heard 65. 70. But I mean, still, it it was it was nice because you could actually walk around up until, mm-hmm. what was that? Was that Friday night? 
Friday, Friday night. or Saturday night. One of those nights, I was like, whoa, where did all these people come from? Because Sa- Friday, that was Saturday night. Yeah, because it was Saturday Friday night because Saturday earlier during the day felt kind of light, even for a yeah. day. Yeah, it then I went like, to a panel. Then I went to a panel and came out like at eight or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where did these people come from? Everybody came for the parties. That's what it was. They were like, "Man, we don't want the panels. We're gonna go come party." But yeah, it was it was Saturday was crazy. Yeah. But it was so weird because Friday and Saturday during the day, I'm walking around and I'm like, like especially Friday. Friday is the is the day that when you're going up the the escalator in the Marriott, that's when you take the pictures of everybody. And I was like, I don't even want to take the picture because nobody's here. look. All those thousands of people, nobody's here. But it felt really, it felt really like it did. Being able to get around. With, and with and have elbow, not only elbow room, but I mean, you had people with elaborate cosplays and they had room around them. Like there was a seven foot Totoro walking around. There was, there was a, a, a woman walking around and she was a unicorn. And she actually had like the back I, I don't know how her costume was done, but she actually had like the back and hind quarters of a of a horse and she was walking around like this and she was white and sparkly and she had the you know she was amazing but I was like that thing is gonna break or somebody's gonna touch it and, and but it held up all weekend. I was like okay so I guess it's not as yeah. it's not as crowded. Funny thing Mike came across a picture from his first Dragon Con that I took. What was that? Ten years? Was it ten years ago? Thirteen years ago. Thirteen years ago, twenty ten. Wow. Michael yeah, didn't that have, was crazy. He had like this much hair on his head, but I yeah. remember <laughs> because, like a little baby afro. Because I was hanging around. I think I was with like Aurelis and Shantis. I was with my normal crew that I'm usually at Dragon Con with, and we. I remember this clearly now, Mike. This is crazy. We were down there on the um, marquee level of the Marriott, and yeah. I happened to be going this way, and you came this way, and we saw each other at the same time, and I was like, oh, my God. I took a picture, and they were like, who is that? I said, that's somebody from high school. I never run into anybody from high school at Dragon Con, or at least I didn't back then. Because I texted you I was there, and you told me where you were, and I was like, okay, I'll come and find you. But and here, here you come walking like, out the door when I'm getting ready to go go inside, and it was like, Yo, right. This was because with all those people, you're like, okay, I can tell you where I am, but you don't. Ex- sometimes you just don't make the connection because, right, all the people, and now I see people from high school all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny because I was like, Mike, you looked like such a baby then, and did you know that 13 years later you were going to be on panel? I I didn't think that was possible. I was like, there's there's no shot I'm gonna be on a panel. Like in Dragon Con, like a fucking Dragon Con, like I'm also I'm also said I wanted to be at at San Diego Comic Con on the panel. I mean, shit, it's like I, I didn't think that shit was going to happen, but you know, it's all about who you know. I got I got friends at high places, so <laughs> it's nice having those friends and building those relationships. But that's how I got on a panel the first time because yeah. I because I was part of the Harry Potter group here in Atlanta, Atlanta HP. And people who were part of the group or who knew the group, you know, especially back then, I was blogging. I was doing Harry Potter blogging and all this other stuff. They were like, hey, do you on a panel about Harry Potter? Huh? Yes. How do I do this? 
and it just kind of went from there. So yeah, you'll probably you'll probably have double the panels next year unless you get to the point where you're like, no, I'm not gonna do this many because I think Anthony said that with um, was it Conjuration or it was another, and you were like, we're no, doing it, so many it was, panels. It was Dragon Con. Was it, it was Dragon Con? Was it last year? I think year? I was. I think it was last year. I did maybe nine or eleven or something. Oh I was like, yeah. I can't do that. I yeah. can't do that. Again. Yeah, you were all over the place. Yeah, they can't do that again. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I need. I don't mind. I want. I, I want to do more panels because, I mean, I didn't really scratch the surface of doing panels on stuff that I was interested in. It's like, you know how bad I wanted to do a Shadow and Bone panel at Dragon Con? Like, holy shit! So I went to the Shadow and Bone panel that they had. They only had. A, <laughs> they only had a, a well. It was it was a show panel. They didn't do a book panel this year. But the Shadow and Bone okay. panel was. Uh, it was pretty good. There. Um, there were two of the two of the panelists actually uh, do a podcast together, and one of them came dressed as Zoya because Zoya is her favorite character. Nice. She handmade her kefta. It looked good. And the other person is the um, she's the person who was over the fire and ice con. And, oh, yeah. um, Tara. What's her name? Tara. Tara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were on the panel. Have, it was a good panel. I have nothing but wonderful and nice things to say about Tara. Yeah. Not so not so was, much the high fantasy people, but we, we're great. not even go, we're not even gonna go there. Let's not go there. But the, that panel was actually pretty good. Um, I just hate, like, that room that they hold it in, it's such a weird, it, it's a weird configuration because it's like you have the table. It's the same panel. I, I did a panel in that room last year for, I want to say, like, did I do a House of, House of the Dragon or what? Game of Thrones panel? Or, I did something well, high it, fantasy. It was on high fantasy, right? Yeah. It was high fantasy, yeah. yeah. That, that room is is, it's is very short, narrow. is narrow it's and long wide. And, 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 and yeah. really long. And, narrow, and it's just, yeah. it's so weird because you're trying to look at the people who are talking and and the voices are echoing in the weirdest way, I was just like, I really want to hear what they're saying because, like, they were making some really good points talking about the show, and I was just like, you know me, I'm like, I'm just all into it because I can never get enough of Shadow and Bone right now, and I'm just like, this is great, but yeah, they need to do some yeah. Shadow and Bone, but also uh, Netflix, you need to let us know if we're getting a season three because this this wait all is that ridiculous, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, Mike, what was your favorite panel to do this year? Because you did, let's see, you did Carnival Row, you did the Never. Yeah, that was good. No, we are going to talk about that panel. I need to watch That's the fine. video. You posted the video. I need to watch that. I I was about to say, I was, I was, I was like, I'm glad someone in the audience snapped up. We'll get to it. But yeah, my favorite panel that I did was Law and Super Law and Law and Law and Superheroes. That I was such a great fucking panel. That was a great panel. I'm gonna have to <laughs> watch that awesome. video this weekend while I'm out of town and just yeah. sitting chilling. But I hate that I missed that panel because when I saw it, I was like, and then I think I'm trying to remember what time there was something that I was like, oh no, I can't miss I can't miss doing this panel. I don't know if it was the Walking Dead panel. Or something. Barbie was at the same time. 
mm-hmm. hell's next door. Barbie, the Barbie panel. Oh yeah. Oh. At the same time. Wait. Yeah. So... He, he he took Michelle to the Barbie panel and then he snuck in the ours and like. Yeah. <laughs> was that but the yo, panel the best... where they were learning to dance? Or was no. it just? Oh, okay, okay. No. The best that thing about Sunday. this panel is that. The best thing about this panel is that I wasn't even on this panel when they released who was on the panels. It was like a kind of. You're my, I was a backup for this panel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because she she said but, she wasn't sure if she would need an extra person. Yeah, and it's like I had so much fun. Like this is that panel is textbook on how you want crowd how you want crowd participation like participation from the audience participation because the audience was just ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> it was so funny. It's like we had a we had an assistant DA in the in the audience. Who was talking about the law? It was, it was just like were, he just there, came out of nowhere. It's like there, I'm a there DA. Were a lot, there were a lot of people in the audience, like insurance people. Were, there was the insurance defense oh. attorney. There was a couple of paralegals. You had myself. I mean, there yeah. were law enforcement people out there. Yeah, it, it was, and it was a packed room too. I, I believe it because I think yeah. didn't we talk? Didn't we like touch on that subject with? Uh, one of the Marvel movies we were talking about, and we were like, "Just I'm sure like, we did. How how do you like? Who pays for this? Who? There were so many questions we had. I hate that I missed that panel, but I'm gonna watch that video. Yeah, yeah. The it was long... it was it was gorgeous. It was outstanding. I loved 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 that panel. But I have that found one that and... superhero panels do get a lot of crowd participation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually like the one we did too. The um, superhero that didn't fly. That that, that was y'all. That that was a good one too. That could have been a two-hour panel. The critic (laughs) panel was good too. I like I like I like the critic panel. Oh, the the, yes, the pop critics. But you know, it's so funny because, like I said, when I suggested that panel, and I and I understand what the track director was doing. She was trying to make she was trying to put positive spins on some of the panels that may have had like. Not necessarily negative connotations, but what I really wanted to talk about was the way that people are kind of, you know, disrespectful or kind of put down, you know, us nerds for liking what we like when they like the things that they like and they have the same type of behavior, like, let's say for sports. And I'm going to say sports because that's probably the most easily, uh, you know, parallel thing. And I was like, yeah. This could be a two-hour uh, panel because people had a lot yeah. to say about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that was fun. Um, okay, so and like, the, and the super- yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna, I was gonna go into the nevers, but say what you were about to say. No, let's go ahead and go into it. Damn it. <laughs> okay. So and this panel uh, is the polar opposite of the law of the law and superheroes one because I was just like, okay, first of all, complete full disclosure, I really liked the Nevers. I thought it was a great show. Mm-hmm. It's just that the Jay who shall not be named was the one that made the show. And yes, all of his little quirky things were in it. That's fine, whatever. I liked the show, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll do a panel on it, sure. But. It was full. I what I wasn't expecting. I was expecting more of people having a balanced point of view on it. Like you know, there's of course there's gonna be some people who like Josh Lee, but I was expecting there to be more people who were 
like, well, he kind of got what he deserved because he was a douchebag. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But there was hardly any out of the 15, 16, close to 20 people there. Mm-hmm. Other than me, there were like one or two other people who were taking my point of view. And that was just awkward as fuck. And I was just like, I don't. I felt so uncomfortable talking about it because I didn't want to be the lone voice yelling in the wilderness that this dude's an asshole. You see what he did to Ray Fisher? He completely changed that fucking movie and ruined the fucking franchise. And it's like, and I tried to make this argument with someone because she actually started the argument by saying that, well, you know, it's showbiz. You know, things happen. Things happen in Hollywood. No, no, no. I'm like, he took over a movie and completely changed the plot. He completely made a character, made the main focus of the movie a side. And she was, as she kept talking over me, she was just like, "It's Hollywood. You can't get that. It's Hollywood." Da da da. And there was a woman behind her. Now, like, was she a panelist or an audience member? No, she's an audience member. Oh, arguing with someone in the fucking audience, and, and then someone behind her was like, "Let him talk. Let him finish." <laughs> I did hear somebody like, else. I can't remember who it was. Somebody else who went to that panel. No, the guy and, that was on the Blue, Blue Beetle panel. The the guy that dressed up as Blue Beetle oh, was sitting next to me John in Paul. the Nevers panel. Yeah. Yes, John Paul was sitting next to me in the, in, in that panel, ah. and he is like he actually he he actually talked. He was cool because he talked to me. He was like, I actually see your point and I agree with it. It's like you know I wouldn't mind talking talking more with you about it because you know you actually have a valid point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool, but it's like. When I was sitting there, nobody, everybody was just kind of like, you know, glossing over it and not really, no one came to my defense. And I was just like, I felt like kind of set out there. So I was just like, whatever. I would have defended you, bro. Cause you know, I know you, you would have. You know that's how I feel saying. about Joss Whedon. I wish, I wish, I wish I would have, see, that's the thing. It's like, I wish I would have been there because, and, and no, my I, thing, not, not even you. I wish Hanukkah would have been there because she would have read that, read that little, little Holder Riot Act to shut her up. It's like, I couldn't say anything. I would. Really? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> but I mean, I the discussion was cool up until that point, but it's just mm-hmm. like after that, it kind of spoiled me on it. I was just like, whatever. All right, fine. Yeah. I, so luckily, we haven't had that that kind of reaction in a panel. Like one of the things. This was also my. Technically speaking, it was my second year moderating, but it was my first where like I had to come up with the talking points and and control everything. And that was one of the things I said, especially at the um uh the pop culture panel that we did and the superheroes that didn't fly. I was like, look, everybody's gonna have different opinions, especially when we talk yeah. about the superheroes that didn't fly because we talked about the flash and Ezra Miller and you know, I knew Ezra Miller was going to come up. And then also with um, the quantum mania panel, um, because of everything that's going on with Jonathan majors, I was like, look, we're not going to be talking about the personal stuff because we, I I really want to get into the meat and potatoes of the films. That's what we're here to discuss. If you have to say anything like that, or if it comes up, I just ask that everyone be respectful because people have feelings and they have thoughts and everybody's thought is valid. Even the people who I will say are kind of sort of not necessarily defending the people, but there are people who are able to separate art and the person, you know? And I think that if they are able to do that, respect them, 
You know what I'm saying? Because you never know. Like yeah. one of the things that I hear, especially like this week, we we've had the whole thing with uh, Danny Masterson going on, and and the Kutcher's kind of uh, writing a letter of support for him to the to right. the uh, court, and you know how that's kind of blown up. But I'm like, on the one hand, I understand everyone's outraged, but on the other hand, I know what it's like to have a friend who has been accused and then convicted of doing some horrible stuff and you're feeling like but this was not the person I knew you know what I'm saying not saying that I'm defending that person or whatever but you I mean think about it for most people if you are in a situation where you did something wrong you want people who are going to be there for you not necessarily to support you and say oh yeah whatever you did this whatever but somebody needs to be in your corner to say hey you did some bullshit this is what you need to do to fix it this is what you need to do to atone you do need to still have people there who will do that for you and i kind of sort of feel like that's you know that's what the situation is but anyway going back to saying you you got to have some respect when you're in this kind of space, when you're talking to people yeah. about these types of things, especially, you know, not not trying to be like, oh, well, she's just an audience member. You are a panelist. But still, there's a reason why you're sitting up there is because somebody respected your opinion enough to say, hey, I want you to to be on this thing, to talk about this thing and to, and to start this conversation. And, you know somebody not allowing you to do that or not having a proper conversation that that irritates me that and yeah it's like i'm i'm innocent but yeah i would have i probably would have gone off i don't even i don't even care that she disagreed with me or disagreed with how i saw josh lee i don't care don't talk over me it's like when i'm trying to make a point let me make my point then you can make a counterpoint i'm like okay cool we can agree to disagree, but don't talk over me like I don't know what I'm talking about or that I'm not actually saying what the fuck happened. Yeah, we, only Lee we can do that. Over the movie, <laughs> took over the movie and made the black guy a side character. That's what the fuck he did. Yeah. Yeah. He discounted him. He treated him like shit through the whole process and made and 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 made him look like a fucking look like he wasn't as important as he should have yeah. been. Yeah, That's the whole thing that, that he did. And that's documented, and it's proof. And it's like she just made it seem like, oh, that's just Hollywood stuff. You're wrong. I'm like, but you know, there are some people I, who feel like there are some people who feel like that because it's kind of like a lot of people put these celebrities on a pedestal and think that they can't do wrong. And the fact that so many are coming out and it's like they're they're garbage, it's kind of like mm-hmm. okay, you kind of see it that way also with people in your real life sometimes, like. Oh, I like this person, but they're garbage. Oh, they're a horrible person. That person's prejudiced. That person's homophobic. And you just kind of like, okay, well, you know what? That's people. It's just different when it's celebrities because it's wider known. But I just, I I hate that that was that uh, experience for you. But I do have a question about that because I only saw, I want to say I only saw the first. Before your question. Before you question, I just wanted to say, you know, anyone who's been listening to this podcast and especially Hanukkah, you know that my issues with Joss Whedon go way back before <laughs> any of this stuff, right? So 
Sci-fi party time, time, we talked about Joss Whedon. We go all the way back to Sci-Fi party. Yes. yes. And this is not his personal life future. This is him as a creator, producer, writer, all of that. I have legitimate issues about his professional capabilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is, I'm only saying that to say, I wish I had been there. Because sometimes people cannot separate how they feel about a person Mm -hmm. from what that person actually does. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not trying to mansplain here, but I'm saying she she really needed someone to tell her, look, the dude isn't that good at what he does. He, every once in a while, he'll he'll, he'll hit a home run. Michelle and I rewatched Avengers. Mm Um. Age of Ultron. That's a Josh Sweden product. And guess what? It's actually really good. Mm-hmm. The things yeah, that both, he, both the videos that he did were fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I the things that he do well, when he does them well, they work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he puts them in things where they don't work. Like Justice League. <laughs> Stuff didn't work. The Nevers. Uh, maybe it worked, maybe it didn't work. And, and that's the question I was going to ask because I've only, I think I've only seen the first yeah. episode. How about so, that segue? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how was it? Because I know that if I remember correctly, I know that they, they, you know, got the show, you know, um, filmed and everything. And I think from that point on, he was, he took a step back from it. So he wasn't like actually, there he wasn't directing he wasn't producing he wasn't there interacting a lot so were some yes, like of the they, more they, prob- they, problematic things about him and and how he works did you see that or did you feel that in the show and do you think that's one of the reasons why they decided to leave it uh or or to not renew it or was the show just not that okay great so everything right up until all the bullshit caught up with him you can tell exactly where his participation stops and someone else took over. You ah. can tell vividly. Definitely, you can tell. Vividly. Okay. There is a lot of demarcation. It's nowhere near as good. It's, ah. it's no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why they, they 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 pretty much were like, okay, just wrap this up. Let's let's go let's go ahead and wrap this up because we're not doing it anymore. Just just been, tie that up, tie that up, uh, put some spackle on that, and we're done. Because he out. also wrote the show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's what happened. It's like as soon as he got caught up, it's like they stopped, they stopped, and he disassociated himself, and they continued, and it was just was not. It wasn't the same. I I can't say it was worse, um, it, but I, I also can't say it was better. For what? I, for where? Had, for where it started? From where it started, it was. Hmm. It just didn't make sense. Okay. Like yeah. there was some things that, that happened that like from when it started, from how it started to that point until it finished, it just was very it wasn't continuous. Because I okay. think he has his hand in like the first was it the first two episodes, first two or three I think. Yes. And yes. and but you can tell because the same thing happens all the time. He had already okay. written it out, like right. he had already written it out. And once he wasn't in it anymore, you know the person that comes in behind him is like erase, erase. They, yeah, they start changing red things. Red ink pen. Right. Yeah. It happened. He did it to. He did the exact thing. He did the same thing. So yeah, like the same thing he did to Justice. Was this book? Was, this was after Justice League, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Mhm. I think so. Yeah. 
Dirty karma. <laughs> but the, the they left her. those. They left their properties for very different reasons. But the results. But yeah. were Someone yeah, comes just, in just, behind you, and they're gonna and be like, "Oh, I can do this better," or "I don't kind of like how this works," or "I can do something different." They want to make it their own, and it starts to change a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened. With it. Look, my main issue with the Nevers is that even though I was happy for her that she had a long-term project, it took Laura Donnelly away from Outlander and playing Jamie's sister. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm like upset now because and she's she, one of the best parts of the series. Like she was yeah, really she, good oh, yeah. in that series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because like I said, I watched the first episode. I think I may have watched part of the second, and I think I just stopped because something something else was going on that I needed to do, and I just never picked it back up. And then you know, all that shit happened. Yeah, and then I was just like, do I even want to like? Because I'm one of those people, like, I really want to watch the product for what it is. I don't want all the extra stuff to come in and be like, oh, well, da-da-da-da-da. But we, I mean, Ezra Miller is a very good example of that. We talked about that in the um, Superheroes That Didn't Fly because we talked about The Flash a lot in that one. And just even in previous things, like when Anthony and I watched the cbs version of the stand and you know ezra miller was the trash can man in that this was right at the start of all of the problematic stuff he was going through and it just oh and amber heard was in there too (sighs) you sure you want to talk about that again (laughs) damn I'm just yeah. So it was like did, did R. Kelly did, did R. Kelly do the soundtrack? No, no mm-mm, mm-mm. we're not going there. No, but it's like it's one of those things where it's like I want to be able to watch what I'm watching without having to think about all of that outside noise because when they're on the screen, I'm not looking at Ezra Miller. I'm looking at Barry. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at Trash Can Man. I'm looking at whatever. The whole thing with Amber Heard and Aquaman. I I didn't even get through Aquaman because I can't I just can't stand her as an actress and I and really people had dis- to... in the superheroes that didn't fly people disagree with me when I was when I was saying you know Ezra Miller's performance was actually really good yeah and I heard a lot of but no, you know no, y'all got y'all got to separate the stuff even, behind or whatever but even before but, all yeah. of that. His the way that he acts, his acting style, people people have always been on one side of the fence mm-hmm. or the other about it. I mean, with um the person being a wallflower, with um oh what else? Uh Fantastic Beasts. It's like the the way that he portrays some of his characters, like I feel like they work in some instances and in others they might be a little bit off putting. Yeah, but in this one he had two different it wasn't like he was playing the same right. character. He was playing two different characters yeah. who had two different journeys, mm-hmm. two different realizations, and two different outcomes. It was as if it was two different actors. And the same level of chaos all across the board. <laughs> but, right. But I, but I liked it. I really did like so, it. I and and I think, and I understand that a lot of people did, but I, I, I still believe that some people have all that like you said the other noise going mm-hmm. on and they yeah. kind of they can't separate 
the art from the the yeah. artist. Yeah. And you know, because I mean, the I, movie has honest, a whole, we talked. The movie has a whole bunch of problems. A that bunch of clear. problems. That Two is words. Clear. It ain't very Baby great. Shower. It's not very good. But yeah, we're not gonna relitigate this. Two words. Shower. Baby shower. That we. I will turn it off. We're not the gonna. First relit- part of the movie. Okay, we're not um, gonna relitigate this. We're not. I, I almost turned it off, but it's like, but no, um, I agree. I actually agree with you because for someone. I don't think people understand how hard it is to play two different characters, like like separate mm-hmm. characters, and make them different instead of just playing the same character the same way. It's mm-hmm. like like the way he played the younger Barry was just like I was like that shit's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he did a real, I mean, he did a good job on it, and there were a lot of good performances in the movie. But like you said, he wasn't the problem in the movie. He was definitely not the problem. Yeah, it was a lot, yeah, it was a lot of um, other stuff. But I mean, like I said, that, my... that superheroes uh, that didn't fly panel that that could have been a that could have easily been a two hour panel, yeah. easily because we didn't even touch was, the surface. Yeah, that that was one of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed the Blue Beetle panel. That panel was that was a very fun. good panel. That was really good. Um, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was really good. And it's still, I, it does bother me that it's not doing as well on, in the box office as it could be. And I think a lot of, because a lot of people are like, oh, it's a DC movie. It's going to be bad anyway. And I'm like, yeah. no, y'all have to go watch this movie. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm a, I said this, black people, you need to go and watch this movie and support this movie because there's so much about that Latina, um, Hispanic culture that they touched on in the movie. And I was like, yep, that's a black household too. Yep, that's a black household too. It was just, it it, it felt so much like a movie that I could relate to, even though I am not, you know, of that heritage. But also the acting performances, like George Lopez. I have an uncle like that. That, that, that. That's literally one of my uncles. Amazing. That, that yeah, I, that I, was one word, of my uncle's kind of that the behavior yeah. piece. Now, I the yeah. the whole genius and you need to be on this. I yeah. I don't have that, but just watching him navigate that and just the reactions when everything happened to Jaime with the scarab and you know it it going up wherever it went up to to you know <laughs> to encase him in the suit, like all of those reactions. The 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 thing with his family, Nana's reveal, just everything about that movie was so good. And I'm just, I'm so sad more people aren't going to see it, but y'all, okay, first of all, to come to that panel and see Jean-Paul dressed. In full gear, that was dope. In the Blue Beetle costume, that was was cool, because I think, I want to say he may have been the only one I saw that weekend. I know there probably were maybe a few more, but he was the only one. Yeah, he was the only one I saw, yeah. So... Yeah, I think I, saw, I think I, I think I saw one newer one somewhere, one or two. Okay. Yeah. I might run across that, that. That was a that was a great panel. I was glad I was a part of that. That was mm-hmm. really yeah. really fun. Um, it it was nice to talk good about DC for a change, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It was. Even though I almost got baited into a discussion about Zack Snyder that I, that I had to deftly avoid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and oh, because we're talking about, huh? 
I I said because you did you did what other panels you did Blue Beetle, you did the um, um the superhero I did panel. a uh, the superheroes that didn't fly mm-hmm. um the we talked about I was on a Quantum Leap panel the new Quantum Leap oh okay how did that Which go was a good, oh, cool. that was a good panel okay that was a good panel we talked a lot about the comparisons between the old one and the new one oh, and okay. it was nice it was nice to to talk to people talk with people who have seen it mm-hmm. and who've also seen the old one and sort of have the same issues with it I did, but we all liked it. I mean, right. it, it was really good continuation of the story. Okay. Um, that that was that was fun. Um, the Big Door Prize, and shout out to Kellen for having me once again do these obscure off-the-wall TV shows that only a handful of us watch. Yeah, because <laughs> when you said that, I was like, huh, what is that? It's I didn't great, know, and, and Michelle show. made y'all t-shirts. Yeah, she made his t-shirts. Yep. It, it's a, it's a, it's a. If you where can I seen, watch that show? It's on, uh, it's on Apple TV. It's, <laughs> <laughs> ain't getting no more damn streaming services. Shit. That's, That's why I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually hoping against myself that they don't do a Discovery of Witches spinoff, which means because I'm gonna have to get AMC Plus again. Shit. You will. Um, but my other favorite panel was in the Star Trek Star Wars track. Um, I did the Andor fan panel for the show. You talked about that panel a lot. Yeah, yeah because first of all, it was a packed house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um two of the, the two of the pa- panelists have a podcast and we have a YouTube channel where they talk about Star Wars Explained. Oh, um, okay. which is a pretty popular podcast. Yeah, but it, it was a fun it was a fun panel. Um it's it's really good to have crowd interaction. So when I said that Rogue because people were like Rogue One was their favorite movie, their favorite movie. I was like, okay, beginning of the panel, I gotta get this out, put it on the table so everyone knows where I'm coming from. Rogue One is not my favorite. As a matter of fact, it's my least favorite Star Wars movie. You would have thought <laughs> So that I killed a How cat did you survive? <laughs> How'd you get out of that room? You know, but it 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 helped people understand where I was coming from when I talked about Andor because that's okay. like my favorite Star Wars show. I still haven't it's seen it all. Amazing. Yet, so I know. You don't need it's not like a soaker. You don't need any background at all. Okay. There's no Jedi, there are no clones. Mm-hmm. It is straight up regular T V show. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great, and um, it, it it was a really really good panel. Probably one of the best panels I've been on since doing panels at Dragon Con. I was gonna say, was have awesome. you done Star Wars panels before? This was my first one. Which is so weird because you are such a big Star Wars person. As you know, Hanukkah. <laughs> there are some tracks I know that are very difficult to get into. I know. I know. Um, but the track director, I met her at, it was either Nerdy Gras or ATL Comic Con. can't remember. Oh, okay. Oh, I think cool. it was Nerdy Gras. Okay. And so her, Darren, and I talked, um, and she was like, oh, if you are in the, really in the Star Wars, I may have, and so that's how I got on the ah. Star, Star Wars panels. 
Very nice. Get to know people uh, in high was, places. <laughs> it does. And it was it was interesting because after that panel, mm-hmm. everywhere I went for the rest of the weekend, mm-hmm. hey, you're on the Andor panel. That was a fun panel. I'm walking through the art gallery with Bailey. Hey, you were on the Andor panel. That was a fun panel. That was on Sunday. It just kept happening all the way up until Monday yeah. after that. So, yeah, that that was a great panel. I like I like it I was, when it happens. I'm actually kind of infamous. Like I think like a couple of people recognized me from the Nevers panel. I was like, oh, thanks. But I actually had a lot of people recognize me from the the law the panel law. and yeah. the the law superiors panel because it's like, and I got a lot. I actually got a lot of people because I had the little placard. Shout out to Anthony and Michelle for making the placards for us to put next to our name tags with the um, QR code on it. Yes, those are dope. Because I was trying to do it uh, right before Dragon Con, and I was like, I am not this creative. Michelle, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, I think I had I had I had a few people come up and scan the code to like mm-hmm. get the website mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Actually, so, a couple a couple other couple other panels. What other panels did we? The the reason why one of the reasons why it's like significant is you realize you go to people go to a lot of panels. Yeah, they go to a lot of the panels. They mm-hmm. do a lot of things. It's a huge weekend. And for someone to recognize you yeah. from a panel from two days ago, yeah, or three days ago. That's yeah. a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun too because it's kind of like uh it's kind of like that situation where Mike went out of town and somebody recognized him from his uh TikTok channel. Like it's not that same, you know, no. In Wapakoneta, but, Ohio, in, right in the middle of nowhere, Ohio, like right. But like literally, literally, I've had people do that. Um, I you know I'll do a panel on Friday, and I think there was one specific panel I did that weekend. I can't remember which one it was, but I had like three or four people come up to me just like randomly or they would come up. They, they attended more than one of my panels on the um, American sci-fi track. And they were like, Hey, I also came to your uh, such and such panel and I liked your viewpoint and da da da. So that makes you feel really good because you don't want to get up there on a panel and people be like, why the fuck did y'all have them up there? And it was, <laughs> right. You don't want to have that, right. but it's nice to get feedback like that. And, you know, there were some people who um, in the last couple of years, not just at Dragon Con, but also at Conjuration, like they started listening to the podcast because they heard us on panels and they were like, hey, I like your vibe. I like the way y'all, you know, y'all talk about things and I like the way I like your viewpoint and stuff like that. So that's that's a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to think. Favorite panel for me this year. Uh, I wanted, you know what? I moderated a boys panel, and it was talking about uh, Homeland. Oh my god, that was Billy Butcher. Billy. That was so good. That was good. That it's definitely could have been another two-hour panel because we could have talked for an hour about Homelander, yeah. and we could have talked for another hour about. Uh, Billy Butcher, Butcher, you know, before I get yeah, that was that was the the bad thing about that panel was there was like fifteen minutes left and you got to and Billy you had Butcher. To go. Uh, <laughs> like, I was so I, I felt I was like oh man oh yeah that was at the end right after you were like okay now it's time to talk about Billy Butcher and like yeah. five minutes into it Hunter yeah. was like oh, oh I gotta go over some over some bullshit I we'll talk about that. <laughs> 
over some bullshit. I got called away for a quote-unquote emergency that really wasn't an emergency. It was just people not understanding social cues and thinking. Yeah, but that yeah. the but the homelanded discussion was really really good. It was really yeah, good. it really was. And I was like, it's one of those things that makes me miss this show because it's been, even though it hasn't been as long. Uh, since that show ended, but it's probably going to be another year before we get the next season. And it's kind of like there's so much meat in that show, aside from the the surfacey stuff, like really digging deep into those characters to understand why they're doing the things that they're doing. Like we talked about this on the podcast because the boys is you know for those of you who are new listeners, the boys is one of the shows that we cover on this podcast. And last season we had that conversation. I was like, I really feel like they're trying to make me sympathetic to Homelander and I'm not having that shit. I'm not. But I feel the pull. (laughs) I feel them trying to be like, okay, well, you know what? Yeah, he's he's shitty towards everybody else, but he's actually genuine about his son. I really do feel that. Thank thank you. Thank you for coming over to my side. That's what what I said on the podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, actually, actually listened to that podcast last week. I was like, yeah, you were you were fighting it hard, but I mean, I... and I still don't want to. I'm I'm not like so. I have certain characters where you see them start off as bad people, and then you kind of see their path to redemption, and they're actually doing the work to do it. We saw it with Theon Greyjoy in Game of Thrones. I see it with Negan in The Walking Dead, although that is a very hotly debated topic, but. Like with Homelander, you only work. see it when it comes to Ryan, <laughs> but everybody else, no. But the thing about it is the people on the show or the people in his community, they know he's trash. They know he's full of shit. They know he's a horrible person and they are embracing it. And I know that's supposed to be a parallel to like, reality mm-hmm. a political yeah. commentary but we are not going to have that conversation right now but that when i say that <laughs> that panel could have gone off for another hour it was so good so that was one of my favorite ones um let's the rocket see. panel was good too the, the i wish i would have gone i think people in there were crying i mean what was it because... <laughs> And I'm so mad I did not record that panel. That was like one of the very few panels I did not record. And I'm so mad. When was that panel? That was Monday. Yo, was that was that panel the same time as my Never's panel? No, that no, was that was, the, that was the two thirty Monday panel. You, I think you guys. Oh, that's right. Michelle had some family stuff to do. And yeah. We stay. Yeah. Damn, yeah. I wish I would. I, I was. I was. I kicking myself for missing that. Panel. And that was like almost a packed house. I was. I've never been to a panel on Monday. At the end end of Monday, right? Because two thirty is the last panel for across the board on on Monday, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. So and I've been I've been to maybe four or five Mondays. Okay. And I've never seen. I was the, so surprised. Not even not even the mega like not even the celebrity panel. I went to a Kevin Sorbo panel and it was like fifteen people in there. But it's Kevin Sorbo, so that would <laughs> be ma- imagine that. Fifteen people mm. there. But anyway, how many? How many? Yeah, whatever. It was it was a good it was one. A Monday like I now, said, on, it was a Monday. Anytime I do a, mar- I've I've been doing Marvel. You had a late now. flight. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, 
anytime I've done a Marvel panel and I've done I've done Marvel panels now, I think this is my third year. Those are always some of the best panels. You have the most passionate people. You have the people who are also like the comic book readers, the ones who are the OGs. And then you have the ones who are like me, who are just the show only. And, you know, going back to what you were saying about your other panel, Michael, it's one of those things where people will have their say and they're very respectful. They're very passionate, but you get a lot of dialogue and you get, you get viewpoints from audience members that you didn't even think of, you know, as far as right. these characters. And they're always some of my favorite panels. Like we did one last, I think it was last year or two years ago about the, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That still remains one of my most, one of the best panels I've ever done. It was so mm-hmm. good. So this mm-hmm. one talking about Rocket and just talking about his friends and his family and how Rocket is the main protagonist and not Peter Quill, even though some people were still saying Peter Quill. But I mean, just having all those uh, conversations, I was like, yeah, we we could totally do, like, we could do two-hour panels at DragonCon because the, the content is there, especially for a lot of them. The, con- the, the content is there. I understand why they don't do it, which is fine, but that could have easily been a two a two hour panel. Yeah. That was great. And it was it was such a great way to end Dragon Con for me. Like to have that panel and to have all of that participation. And even after the panel, people were coming up to the table one you know, wanting to just like give their uh opinions or if they didn't get a chance to say anything or it was it was just one of those really great panels and I enjoyed talking about that character because you know when especially me with no knowledge of his background when you watch the first Guardians of the Galaxy you're like oh this is just an asshole character you just think he's just going to be the asshole character <laughs> and then by the end of the third film you're like he's a person damn it I don't care that he's a raccoon he's a person he has feelings and he has trauma and he has love and he has all of this stuff rolled into this nice furry package that likes to steal people's prosthetics <laughs> you know? right. but it was yeah that was one of the that was one of my favorite panels um he's a complicated man that no one understands but his otter but his who did you his say his otter, otter? oh otter <laughs> daughter i was about to be like wait hold up where do we get that from so and then the walking dead panel because just anytime i can talk about the walking the walking dead yes yeah yes so that was that was a lot of fun um as far as panels that i attended i didn't attend a lot of panels that i weren't that i wasn't on just because time and I looked at my my schedule and I was like, okay, at some point I have to eat because in the app, (laughs) if you looked at my Friday schedule, my Saturday schedule, it was literally from morning to night. I had back to back to back to back to back to back to back. And I was like, I have to eat at some point. Like, no, I do not want to be passed out at Dragon Con. That is not the way I want to go. But um, <laughs> I did. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think what pa- what panel. And then, of course, you know, my Sunday got cut short because I left Dragon Con 
to go be a fangirl of a different sort. I went to the uh, 50 Years of Hip Hop concert, and that was amazing. But you went back to your Swats roots. I did, and it was fantastic. Fantastic. I was like, uh, I think Nick, uh, one of our listeners, Nick, we, we've gotten to hang around with him at uh, a couple of conventions now. And uh, he posted on my Facebook page. He was like, whatever, I, I'm questioning your priorities. And I was like, any other time, I would not like people know, don't ask me to do anything. Dragon Con weekend, don't, t- don't tell me to go anywhere, whatever. But I had the opportunity to watch Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh perform the show and Lottie Dottie. I was nice. not missing that. I was not missing yeah. But watch um, Dougie Fresh do the Dougie thing. Yeah, watch. I don't day. understand how he how he still moves like that. I'm like, bruh, he's like in his sixties. He's still over there, like, like damn man. Like, all right, bro. It was so good. Um. Oh, okay. I think my favorite panel that I attended that I was not on. There was a panel about BFFs in the MCU. That panel. Oh man, was I wanted to go so to that one too. Much fun. It was so much fun because we didn't, I don't even think we, we, we didn't even hit the tip of the iceberg because you start thinking about all the different pairings in the MCU and like how they could go. Cause I think someone else uh, asked like, so what pairings did you not see that you would like to see as far as BFFs? I was like, I really want to see the progression of Yelena and Kate Bishop because I think that would be a great friendship. And I think somebody else said, what did they say? They said, was it Yelena and Wanda? And I was like, I don't even know how that would work. Wait, was it? Was I at that one? I think I was at that one. I think I said that that um that she she Hulk and her friend, they were the they were the if they were you the did. baseline for yes, Okay, I was did. there. Yeah, yeah. You did. She Hulk. That was that was and, a great um, thing. What's her name? Gina? No. What is she Hulk's best friend's name? I can't remember. Okay, but yes. And I think people talked about um, Wong and uh, what's her name? Madison. Wong Madison with the Y, but not what you think. (laughs) Why not Wong and Emil? They were, you know, they were tight. Someone mentioned that too. So yeah, I, that was another panel that I feel like okay, we could probably do that panel every year, and and you would get totally different results because yeah, yeah. especially because Marvel keeps coming up with stuff. So that that was yeah, I brought I brought up Wong and Strange. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I remember now. Okay, yes, you did, you did. Because yeah, yeah, Strange finally recognized, finally gave him his props at the yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah, that okay, was okay. I think that was probably my favorite that I attended that that none of us were on that that was that was a fun panel like that could have gone for another that could have gone for two who hours. was on that, that panel was anyone we know on that panel no people that we know okay. now but um right, right 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 let me see I don't oh yeah actually you know what Allie I know Allie she was the um she was the moderator for that one, and then yeah, okay. Davy or Snipes, I've um. I've oh, been he, I've been on panels, panels with, him. with him. Yeah, he's great. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, let's see what else. Was, um, who, who was the the guy? Um, 
what's his name? The 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 dude he's real funny. He Ken. he was on the panel. How do Ken? I think I do Ken. Yeah, yeah. So he he yeah. does a podcast. Um, and oh, my mind just went blank. But he he does a he does a podcast and. What they do is they talk about the bad stuff. They talk about the stuff they don't like. And I was like, oh, I bet you <laughs> that is hilarious. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a I'm gonna give that a listen. But um let's see, what else, Dragon Con? Best cosplay that you saw. And even even better yet, best cosplay that you didn't see but you saw the pictures of or video of. The best cosplay I saw. Mm-hmm. The Twister just, one, the Twister one. Just, yeah. just stop it. The twist, the whole Twister thing was fucking phenomenal. No, I wish I was fucking no. there. That I would have said, so I would have said the Twister one, but someone did the, they did Sauron's eye from Lord of the Rings. Yes. Oh wow. They're in the Marriott, way up. <laughs> big orb. That's and, sick. And it was moving around just like this inside of the orb, and it oh. was, a, a, yeah. And so, the crazy thing is I saw quite a few Saurons and uh, the Eye. I saw mm-hmm. quite a few of those cosplays this year and I was like why is that like all of a sudden like you see multiple but then I forgot. Is it, wasn't like the one of the anniversaries for Lord of the Rings this year? I think like so. a 20th anniversary or something? I think so. so. Yeah, there was one, there was a couple that cosplayed, and he was Sauron, and his uh, girlfriend, wife, partner, whoever, she had on, like, a black dress, and she had, like, her headpiece kind of looked like Wanda's, uh, Wanda's headband, and then you saw the eye in the middle of mm-hmm. it, and I was like, oh, that's a cool cosplay, and then I saw one where the chick had like the whole her whole head was the orb and I don't know what she did but she it it was like an amber colored something and you could see like the the where the mm-hmm. the pupil of his eye you could see that it was like mesh and that's where her face was so she could see out but I was like I just I can think of things and look at things and say oh that's creative as far as getting from that like how would you think, okay, yes, this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to do this cosplay. I, I don't have that creativity, and I wish I did, because people come up with some of the most creative costumes. I don't know if you saw the one. There was a cosplayer, and she was a, um, she was like the little musical, uh, the musical piece from a music box. I don't know if you saw that one. I can't remember where. Yes, I saw. I saw a picture. I think she was doing the the singing and the mechanical moving, and and the box that she was on had a turntable. I was sitting there looking at this like, how did I not see this like in person? And that's the crazy thing because most of the cosplay that I did see that I was like, how did I not see that? They were all in the Marriott. I was in the Marriott practically the mm-hmm. whole damn weekend. Right. And there's still so much I missed. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna have to figure this out. But then again, I First guess one I saw. Did y'all did y'all see the Wanda WandaVision and Agatha that were all in black and white? Mm-hmm. I think I saw them from a distance. 
but I wasn't close enough to get a a picture, and I was. I was yeah, I got a shot of um, there. To to be to be honest, I'm cosplay blind now. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm cosplay blind. I I don't see it. I just I I'm walking by and I don't I don't I don't see it. You know, I I just don't. You've just been doing <laughs> yeah. this for too long. Too long. I mean, the, the first the four or five years, I took thousands of pictures. Mm, yeah. Right. And thousands of pictures. Yeah. I, I could show you my Flickr account. I was in the other day. I'm like, I took all these pictures. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. When I had my, my blog, I, I was posting pictures. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, unless it's something that, like, immediately grabs my attention, I don't see him. The Planet of the Apes cosplay. Did you see that one? I, well, I, I saw made pictures it right by. Yeah. I saw pictures, but I made one so right there, by. There was a group that dressed up as Planet of the Apes, and you had some of them that were the apes, and then you had some half-naked men with, like, overgrown hair and yeah. beards, and they were dirty, and their clothes were rags, and they were being walked around on chains like the movie and I was just like that's so horrible but at the same time it's so awesome <laughs> mm-hmm. but um when I was, at, I was at the Hilton I saw I'm not even sure if it was from a video game or if they just created it if it was from like Warhammer or something like that this, this, these, this group of people and they had like these really intricate huge like clockwork clockwork suits of armor Mm. That looked like looked like they've been building them for a year, and I was just like, "How in the hell?" I think the the la- the last time I was actively engaged, there was like I don't I think it was when Iron Man first came out, or maybe the year after that. Mm. There was like thirty Iron Man costumes. I remember. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I. It, it's been downhill ever since. <laughs> I'm just it's playing. Not. I'm just playing. It's not. It's just that it's very hard to get excited anymore. Um, yeah. Sometimes for yeah. me. Yeah, I can understand well, that because sometimes, sometimes you'll walk past cosplay that you've seen already, like for years, and like I'm like I know I have like four or five pictures of you already, so I'm not going to take your picture. But then again, you have some where it's just like. How did I miss that? Yeah, like I used to make a big deal about taking pictures of of black people in cosplay because when I first started going, it went a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and now we're everywhere, we're everywhere. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole black geeks of uh, dragon no, dragon con, yeah. Which uh, I went to, I went to their meetup on uh, that Thursday. So I missed the photo fun. shoot because I think I was on the panel at the yep, time. Same. Yeah. Because uh, I got asked, you coming to the photo shoot? I was like, I'm going to make it there one of these years, but it's not going to be this year. Because, yeah, Pam. Uh, before we go, my favorite part of Dragon Con was taking Bailey on Sunday and oh. her bugging me about taking her to the Harry Potter photo shoot because Yay. she came with her um, Hufflepuff stuff on. She had done a mashup. So one of her anime shows and a Hufflepuff costume. Oh, okay. That was, a, good, that was, that was a cute picture. I, I don't remember. I, you'd okay. have to ask her. Okay. <laughs> and so 
you know, we went to the photo shoot. I took some pictures of her by herself, you mm-hmm. know, her posing with the wand. Then she was in the crowd picture, and then she was in the Hufflepuff picture. It was a lot of fun watching her, you know, be a part of that because that's what she wanted to do. Yeah. You know, the only the only photo shoot I've ever done was a Harry Potter photo Harry shoot. Potter. That was when mm-hmm. I came dressed as Tonk a few years mm-hmm. back. When, I remember that one year I tried to do cosplay and I was like, yeah, I can't do this again. It's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot. <laughs> I want but we to. are going to do Kefka's. We, we are, need to. Gonna, yeah, we got to figure that out. Gonna we're gonna do. Kefka. I know they're gonna be hot. I mean, that, that's easy. It's like, well, no. See, we need. We, we just need to do it at conjuration, so it's cold enough where we can actually <laughs> wear them and not not suffocate. We in don't November. have time to do it at conjuration this year, so yeah. maybe no, at a we'll, comic we'll, convention or something. We'll, we'll pick a day where all of our panels are in Marriott on the American Science Fiction track. Yeah, and we'll sneak over to the High Fantasy track, and at least we can stay cool. So. That's cool. I'm, it gets cold. I mean, I'm down. I'm it down. We should figure it out. Yeah. In those rooms. It get yeah. cold in those rooms. Yeah. But walking outside? No. But again, that's a good Absolutely. thing. That was a good thing about being in the Marriott most of the time because literally our panels were pretty much in the same room or they were on the other side or whatever. And then you go upstairs, you go through the um, you go through the bridge, go to the food court, come back. You're good. Mm-hmm. Good. I was like, I like this. But then I was like, I do want to see more cosplay, so I have to venture out a little bit. But like I said, I didn't I didn't step in the Hyatt at all. So I know I probably missed some good stuff over there, but I think I walked through it briefly. It was it was a little more crowded than everywhere else was. The, the, like, science, the science fiction writers track is in the Hyatt. Oh, okay. And that's okay. a really, really, really good track. Okay. Like I literally could probably spend the whole day over there because they have oh. some good stuff in that track. Okay. okay. Um, the writers' track is there, and the art gallery is in the Hyatt as well. Okay. Okay. It's always cool only... to walk through there. Okay. I think the only other thing we didn't talk about was the vendor room, <laughs> and I will say this: so we went was it early saturday morning because i rode in with anthony and michelle saturday morning anthony came and got me at what was it 8 15 <laughs> yeah god, so god awful early on a saturday for those of you who don't know if i don't have anything planned on the weekend i am a firm believer of sleeping in but that's because my usual bedtime if I don't have to go to work is like four or five o'clock in the morning so it'll be 12 o'clock one o'clock before I get my ass out to bed I text message Anthony Friday night what time are you coming to get me 8 15 I sent him back like the little scrunchy face with oh he was like yeah Michelle feels that way too but it worked out because we missed all the parade traffic we were able to get parking in the usual parking garage and we walked over to the vendor hall at America's Mart. We did have to stand in the long line for about 30 minutes, I would say. Mm-hmm. But once they opened yeah. the doors, because they didn't open the doors until 10, once they opened the doors, we walked right in. And it mm-hmm. wasn't, it was crowded, but it wasn't as crowded as it usually is. And when it started getting crowded, we realized it was right around the time the parade was starting to end. So we were like, yeah, it's time to go. And then we got caught in the parade trying to get back over to the area. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we're going to have to figure this out. But the vendors, 
the vendors hall is always one of those where it's like you walk through and you see the stuff that you want and then at the same time you're like I'm not buying this I don't need to I was almost not necessarily purposefully broke this year but I had other things that I had to prioritize before mm -hmm. Dragon Con so I was like okay I have money to eat I have money to park I have maybe this much to spend in the vendor hall if I want to and that was it and I was like I felt so stress-free because I walked in not having to say okay so what am I going to spend my money on I walked in and said no bitch you have no money just <laughs> keep looking keep looking keep looking I think I was looking around for other stuff because Lori was looking for the Fred Sanford Funko, which I didn't see. I found one Funko. I saw a bunch Mike. of them. I found I found a bunch of Labonts, but no Fred. Really? Lots of big, whole lot of big dummies. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, so um, I I may try to do a little bit more in the vendor room because I didn't get T-shirts this year, which is usually like my big draw for Dragon Con. That's where I go get all my nerdy T-shirts. But I didn't this year, but my T-shirt supply is like, I still have a lot, but they're all T-shirts that I've worn multiple times now. So I need some fresh stuff. So that'll probably be my Dragon Con thing for next year. I'm going to find me some new T-shirts. I, I have no more room for uh, window decals on my car. And that I no, you don't. I'm saying, how do you, you, you're not going to be able to see them. I'm not. I'm not. So the only other thing is I I need to find a vendor. Like we have our regular jewelry vendor that Michelle, Casey, and I all buy from because she also does, uh, well, she did Pandemic, Atlanta Comic Con. And I think she's, I think she may have done the camp once. So we go to her and we get all of our cutesy little fandom earrings like these. How about I just realized when I put these on the other week, I was like, wait, that is not Captain America. That's fucking secret agent. That's John Walker. Is it? Oh, wow. Look at it. Ooh. I was mm. like, that is not Captain America. That is John Walker. Yeah. So I need to find some proper Captain America earrings. But, mm. uh, and the thing that threw Michelle me off. Got, uh, yellow, Michelle got Yellowstone. Yes. She made her Yellowstone. Um, Necklace. Yeah, um, she got, I, did she, I think she got that from Sparkle. Sparkle is one of those vendors that I have been um, patronizing since I started going to Dragon Con because they have a lot of um, they have a lot of jewelry geared to different fandoms, mm -hmm. and they do like plaques, and now they have like cutting boards, and you have cups and mugs and trays and all of this stuff that I have no right. room for in my house. I broke my rule of only getting the Black Panther Funko Pop. You did. What did you get, Anthony? I got a, a hairy dog for UGA Funko Pop. I saw and that. We saw, they were like, we saw them when we, we, we were with Panico. There was like eight or nine of them. Mm -hmm. When we came back on Sunday, there was only two left. Oh, really? You're like, ah! And so we bought both of them because we like, we're not going to fight over who gives one. <laughs> so I had one in my classroom and she's got one in her classroom. Oh, well, I think hers is still Hers is still here. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she got Rip from Yellowstone. She got... Oh, okay. Two. Okay. Cole Houser's character. 
it's the only the only thing I need to come to Dragon Con vendor wise. I like I said, I like getting the character and the fandom earrings because I pair them with my shirts and that's kind of like my go to outfit if I don't have to dress up. I need to find someone who does the earrings a little bit larger. I want that I want them to shine on my person. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the vendor hall will will get you if if you let it. For what is it? Three floors of merchandise and then comic alleys at the mm-hmm. Top, it will get you. Comic I don't, I don't to the top. Yeah. Yeah, I went I last saw year. I saw some things I want. Hmm. Yeah. There's a, a, a officially licensed N7 jacket for Mass Effect. That's going to cost a pretty penny. Yeah, some of that. I already got does. fitted for it. <laughs> Are you uh, getting I've, it? I've been fitted for it. So oh, okay. I got my card nice. with the size on it. Okay. I don't. We'll see. Okay. Um, Just make sure you're the, you're that same size when you get it. So you know. <laughs> yeah. We we Michelle got size for wow. something else, which I'm excited about as well. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna mention it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So. Mm, okay. Yo, okay, yo. So <clears throat> Mike, yo. Mike, have you saved up for one of those D and D tables yet? <laughs> Man, listen. I didn't see it I, this time. Oh, they weren't there. Those things were just. I don't think they were there. I didn't go to all. I don't think. I don't think I went through all of the floors completely because I really was just looking for the jewelry vendor, and that was it. Because I was again, I was like, "Broke bitch, no, don't, don't stop, don't linger, don't sit there and be Mm -hmm. like, ooh, well, if I no, you don't need to, you don't need none of this stuff right now." So yeah, yeah. We got we we're gonna have to do a GoFundMe so you can get you a D and D table. I don't even know where I can Those put that big monstrosity. Nice. They were nice, but they were freaking huge. I have yeah. no rap. I live in I live in a townhouse. I don't even live in like like I I got it. No, I ain't got room for that shit. Mm. I want it. I was got room for it. Okay. Shit. Got to mention. I actually saw another one. Of my follow. I should have mentioned what you said. I saw another one. Of my TikTok followers in the wild. Oh, you know Con. what? I saw your picture. I did yeah. see your picture. So was yeah, that somebody Rider who lives here? She was, huh? Is that someone who lives here? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's crazy. It's like because I kept putting it on there. I was like, I'm not gonna see anybody who follows me. I'm like, man, I'm not gonna see it. And she just like happened. She was just walking past, and I was like, she was like, hey. I was like, oh, hey. She was like, she was like, I follow you. I was like, oh snap, hey, oh my god, yeah. shit. That's cool. Like, how many yeah. follow- how 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 many followers are you up to now? Um, at eleven, eleven thousand four hundred. Okay. Almost at eleven five. Okay. Can't wait to But yeah, but that was that was really cool. Um, cool. This was a this was, you know, easily my best my my favorite Dragon Con. You know, a lot of people have been saying that they're like this year was the best, and I when I sat there and thought about, it, I was like, yeah, it's pretty high up there, especially. For me not going to any like of the panels, you know, the celebrity panels, not doing the Walk of Fame this year, this was still one of the best Dragon Cons that I've done in my 15 years. So, yeah. 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 I think a lot of people. And I got to meet Phil Lamar. Yeah. That's awesome. I got to meet Gina Torres. Yeah. So, 
here's the crazy thing about that because we were talking about whether or not you know we were all going to do the walk of fame or stuff and right. Anthony mentioned Gina Torres and I was like are you going to go meet her he was like no I don't do that and then the next and day he, and this, you know, there's a big, big ass picture on Facebook like really mm-hmm. I gotta be honest I wasn't going to do it after, Na- after Nathan Fillion backed out I was just, I was heartbroken. I was inconsolable. I was like, I'm not going to go. I wasn't, I wasn't specific. I wasn't going to do the photo op mm-hmm. with Junior Therese. Yes. But I was going to get an autograph. I got an autograph. And a selfie. And a selfie. Not the same as the photo op. Well, you know, I don't really do, I don't do the photo ops unless the celebrities that I want to see don't do the selfies at the table because I actually prefer the selfies at the table, you know, yeah, because more you personal. have more time to talk to them. It's, mm-hmm. it's more personal, personable. Yeah, I I like that. I'm trying to think, who was the last like photo op, photo op I did? It was the boys, wasn't it? Uh, when you did the, the group yeah, it was, the boys? Yeah. I did yes, and that's because um I wanted the group photo, but I that year I also did the um selfie with uh Frenchie. Yes. And um oh yes, Ross Marquand and uh Seth Gilliam. I did photo ops with them that year because that was the year after COVID. And, you know, I was like, Okay, I don't think they were doing I I didn't want to do the selfie with the partition, you know. Mm-hmm. I just no those 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 things cost too much, and you know there was somebody else that year that I wanted to do the selfie with, but they were behind the partition and they were wearing the mask, and even though they were behind the partition, they weren't gonna take the mask on. I was like, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for that, no, so yeah, but yeah it was it was a lot of fun this year. And mm-hmm. I already bought my ticket for next year, which I usually don't do this early. I don't know why. I just never do. And I was like, no, let me go on ahead and get this hundred dollar ticket. I, so, I usually get I usually get Michelle in mine around this time, but mm-hmm. this time I got all three of us. Oh, so did you Michelle do a um, weekend pass for Bailey? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, look at yeah. her. She's gonna be. Able she to may not go all the, all the days, but it was. The Sunday only seems like it's creeping up in price. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, you might as well. I mean, if she doesn't well. go, you're still saving money. Because mm-hmm. if she decides at a later time, oh, yeah, I want to go all five days, then you're going to be paying more money. So, yeah, yeah that, makes, that makes sense. That's awesome. But, yeah. So, uh, for those of you who are listening, if you're planning to go to Dragon Con next year, I think the price goes up for the first time on the 18th. So Either right now, on the 18th or after the 18th? I think. I think it's after the 18th. after the 18th. So you can actually get your five day weekend pass Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday for a hundred dollars in the Dragon Con store at DragonCon.com. Um, right. Be like your favorite podcast. Oh, go ahead, get, go ahead and cop that. Yeah, dot org. I got I got mine. We got ours, so we're Yeah. I always say dot com and then it reroutes me, so yeah. have it. But yes, dragoncon dot org. Go get your ticket, your five day weekend pass. Uh you guys have any final thoughts about DragonCon other than it was like awesome and we had the best hangout group. Like 
we all go do our separate things and then we'll all come together and we'll either go eat or we'll go to a panel yeah. together. It was it was a lot of fun. Shout out to our Facebook Messenger group, like, where you at? I'm over here. Where you at? I'm over here. Right. Right. Yeah. Shout out once again to Nick, our friend Nick, who kept I kept running kept running into him. I ran into him eight times on Thursday. No lie. Like oh, every time right. I every time I turned around, he was there. He was so funny because he turned that into his own like individual <laughs> cosplay because uh, Nick is Nick is one of our uh, listeners. He's like one of our die hard podcast listeners. Like he is the one that it if he has something to say about one of our episodes, he's gonna go to our Facebook page and he's gonna put all his points and he's gonna start that discussion. So what's up, Nick? We love you. But it was so funny because he kept bumping into us at places. So he started putting that as like a, <laughs> a, a character. So he would be at the back of the room. He'd be like, hey, you No. No. What was hey, funny Funny was when I think I walked into the, the Supernatural panel. And uh-huh. I was looking for y'all. Mm-hmm. I was looking for Michelle. And he goes, Hey Anthony, we're over here. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> but it was so That's funny awesome. because I told him he reminded me of if you remember in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, the guy who kept saying, "Hey, I'm there." That was what Nick was reminding me of the whole weekend. <laughs> and I was like, "Geez, why you always got to embarrass me everywhere I go?" <laughs> that was fun. That was hilarious. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's great, and he always starts to Facebook his his threads with. I heard what Anthony is saying, but I completely disagree. He <laughs> <laughs> always starts with that. Yeah. So, and then we got to see uh, we got to see some other people. This Aurelis, week. shout out to Aurelis. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Aurelis. Yeah. yeah, the queen of the chancla. <laughs> she was keeping that Facebook group lively. Man, let me tell you, the Chancla, like we've already said, she's going to have a crown next year. We're going to buy her a robe. We're going to, she's going to be the queen of the Chanclas. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Who else we saw? I, I got to see Gary and Darren, and I got to see Mike Gordon from the ESO Network, and just a whole bunch of other cool people that we only get to bump into mainly at cons. But it's Oh, the, um, the blurdy Drunken Blurdy, Dina. Oh, yes, yeah, Dina Adam, and Adam and Dina. Yes, yes. Uh, Dina was on the Anne Rice panel with me. So that was mm. fun. Yeah, that was fun. So, yeah. So, shout out to all those people who we had fun seeing at Dragon Con. Let's do it again next year. Oh, I saw um, um, Jacob and Becky. Lisa. Yes. And, and Lisa. I saw all of them together yes. with the kids. It was great. They were yep. great. So I didn't see Becky and Jacob, uh, I mean, not Jacob, Josh. Becky and Josh, I didn't see them on Saturday when they brought the kids. I saw them the day before, and they had been years. So these are people that that are in our local circle that we don't get to see often enough. And and I don't think you've seen them at Dragon Con recently because of the kids. Because of the kids and because of COVID yeah. and because Becky was in law school and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So, yeah. So, it's been a lot of things. So, yeah. That's the one thing I I really do love about DragonCon is actually getting to see people I haven't seen throughout the year. Because, you know, this is like a group that 
I used to see them once a month because we were doing, you know, Atlanta Harry Potter meetups. And of course, uh, Harry Potter fandom is not as active now. Uh, that was one of the things about uh, Bailey's photo shoot that did make me sad because that group was so small compared to what it's been, you know, in, in previous years. And then also there wasn't a lot of Harry Potter programming on the track, which I understand, but it still makes me sad because Harry Potter was the whole reason I came to Dragon Con in the first place. That was your gateway. That was my gateway into this euphoria that is my home away from home. So and and we are and and we're spreading it because now we have two more coworkers at it: Bridget and Tamara. Tamara, yep, yep. And Bridget has already she's already texted me. With her costume ideas. For yes, I saw her the other day, and she was like, "I'm already getting my costume ideas yep. ready for next year." Like, yep. Wow, so she's going in full steam ahead. Yep, yep. So it's like I said, it's it's been fun to be able to use this as a way to reconnect because I used to work in the same office with Tamara, and now because I I changed positions, I don't get to see her as often. So it was fun. I think uh, they were at the Shadow and Bone panel. So we got to all sit there and watch Shadow and Bone. So yeah, I like that. I like that aspect now. I think that's also becoming more important to me as the years go by, as as opposed to running around trying to get to all these panels and seeing all these people. I'm like, yeah, I could go see this panel here, but I can also go have lunch with my friends. And so that's that's what I did a lot that weekend. It was it was yeah. a lot of fun. So I enjoyed it. So like I said, let's do it again next year. Yeah. You guys have any final thoughts about Dragon Con? Nope. It's just great. Uh, so much fun. So can, glad. We, can't wait till next year. Yeah, I can't wait to do more. I can't wait to do more panels. It's like I, it's like I actually am looking forward to doing different panels. Like mm-hmm. that. Like I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind doing the Lost Superheroes one again. That was fun. But I'm looking forward to like expanding and doing different ones. Like not. I found out that. I like doing panels that aren't specific show based, but mm-hmm. that are like kind of broader topics mm-hmm. where you can like include and bring in other, bring in all the other, every all all kind of different things into it. Yeah, like like the laws of girl ones. I really like that, so yeah. I want my. I I can't wait to do more panels. Yeah, this will be fun. We talked about uh kind of expanding like that on the podcast too, just kind of doing some different things other than just recaps and discussions so we'll we'll be doing that in the coming months once we get all of this other stuff done that we need to try to do but um let's see convention wise we will next be at conjure no excuse me we'll be at monster rama or at least anthony will i think mike will i may be there i'm not sure yet but uh that's monster rama at <laughs> you will be there okay so i will be there <laughs> Um, Monster Rama Atlanta October 27th through the 29th and then after that we will be doing Conjuration um, which I believe is November 14th through the 16th it's a little bit later than usual this year but let's yeah it's um oh, yeah, it's, me, it's right after our anniversary the it's the 17th to 19th yeah yes. it's like 17th. right after our anniversary yeah okay 17th through the 19th um, I am actually traveling this weekend to go to uh, o- is it Ocala, Ocala, Florida? Ocala. Ocala. Ocala can. So Ocala I'm can. going to Ocala Comic Con for the first time because 
uh Judith Grimes will be there and I must meet her so that's I'm I'm gonna go check it out it's like a new convention for me uh I'm gonna go check it out and see what it's like and then yeah then get back into prep work for Monsterama and Conjuration so that is it for us for now um you can actually see our youtube videos for the panels that we did record at dragon con this year um we have how to deal with pop culture critics uh, mike did a panel on sex education the tv show um yeah Carn- that was Carnival that was a, that was actually a real fun panel okay. i forgot oh, i forgot about that one because there's like a lot of british people talking about like they really did have Okay, long story short, this is about a kid who sets up a psychiatrist, basically a psychiatrist practice in a bathroom stall. And apparently this is a common thing in Great Britain. I had no idea. But but the the gentleman, um, Shuti, who is going to be the next Doctor Who is in that show. And he is incredible. And he's really, really good in that show. Okay. But yes, that was a fun panel as well. So yeah, that is available on our YouTube channel, uh, Mike's Carnival Row panel, The Nevers, um, The Reality of Law and Superheroes is on the YouTube channel, uh, The Boys, Homelander versus Billy Butcher, Blue Beetle Emerges, AMC's Immortal Universe. Uh, Mike also did a Doom Patrol panel that is on there and the Supernatural Showdown panel. So those are all of the panels that we were able to record at Dragon Con, they are raw recordings. They are not edited, so you may hear some noise in the background, people talking, but those are available if you want to check them out. If you do, please do us a favor. Give us a like. Give us some comments. Give us some feedback for the algorithm. That'll help our views and our podcast. But for now, that's it for our show. You can find us online at www.phantomhybrid.com. We are on social media on Facebook, Instagram, X, formerly known as Twitter, and Threads at Phantom Hybrid. You can watch our videos on our YouTube channel. You can chat with us on our Discord channel, and you can listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time.